Hey there, my friend. Welcome. Prayer is that medium through which we receive supernatural potential from above the line. And God has established this modus operandi right from the beginning, walking with the Lord in the cool of the day, conversing with him, being mentored, coached, equipped, so that we can release the latent potential of everything around us, that Edenic principle. And this is now being restored for those who are born again. We begin to taste that dynamic, which will eventuate into the restoration of all things when the Lord comes, the new heavens and the new earth. You see, as image bearers of God, we are partners. We are vice regents. I like to use that term. A vice regent is someone who takes action in the name of a ruler or a sovereign. And in Christ, as we develop and learn to reign in life, Romans 5, 17, we come into more of our identity and potential as a vice regent, taking action in the name of the Lord, representing representing, representing Jesus as King to everything and everyone around us. You could also call it vice royalty. You see, it's always been about a union and a partnership between heaven and earth. From the Garden of Eden, coming right through our time, and eventually into that garden city, which is coming down from above, and the new heavens and the new earth being restored all around it. That is our hope-filled horizon. Where else do you go to get this kind of a worldview other than King Jesus? I mean, going to Mars does not come close to that. Any other grand scheme that could be thought of from the natural plane doesn't come close to this worldview. And in Christ, we need to wake up. We need to go woke, if you will, and wake up to our kingdom consciousness and our vice regent identity. Welcome. This is Brian Del Turco, episode 174, Jesus Smart, the podcast. I'm glad you're here. You can find the show notes page for today's episode at jesussmart.com slash wild ox. This podcast is heard on manifoldministries.com. You can uh, stream it and go to the show notes page at jesussmart.com. This episode slash wild ox. It's also heard now on Audible, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Podbean is a major listening option and just a whole bunch of your favorite uh, podcast apps. It's available. The podcast is also syndicated on Facebook at JesusSmart.real, and now it's emerging on Alt Tech. I'm really glad that it's on Gab. Just go to Gab and search for Jesus Smart or Jesus Smart Podcast, and you'll pull up the feed. We'll be doing the same on Parlor. The best syndication is you. You as that casual or hopefully loyal listener spreading the word and sharing the podcast with others. E.M. Bounds was an American author, attorney, and a member of the Methodist Episcopal Church South. He's known for writing 11 books, nine of which focused on the subject of prayer. He lived in the 1800s, 
He said, prayers outlive the lives of those who uttered them. Outlive a generation, outlive an age, outlive a world. I tell you, if you want to be encouraged and exhorted in prayer and motivated, just search E.M. Bounds quotes on prayer. He was loaded, dropping gold, and he was a deep practitioner of the art, the practice of kingdom prayer. Watchman Nee was a Chinese church leader and a Christian teacher who worked in China during the 20th century, a deep spiritual leader. He said, our prayers lay down the track on which God's power can come like a mighty locomotive. His power is irresistible, but it cannot reach us without rails. You see, prayer is the most creative thing we can do. Everything flows from the coolness of the day. That principle, that practice in our lives of walking with King Jesus, developing a conversational relationship with him through his word, through the Holy Spirit, Christ in us, the hope of glory, talking to us. And prayer is a core element of our partnership with King Jesus. In prayer, we are conformed to the nature of the sovereign king. We pick up his heart, his intent, and then then we move out and activate the jurisdiction he has assigned to us in the earth. It's all for his name and fame, his glory and story. Well, today in the episode, it's a special episode, and I'm playing for you episode six, an episode in another brand new podcast, which I've recently launched, the Wild Ox Podcast. You're going to have to just listen to this 10-minute episode to listen for the name and where it comes from. Each episode highlights a fresh kingdom dynamic in prayer. We just spend a few minutes on that. And then we activate some prayer edge in culture, society, and the nations. There's a dedicated website coming. Right now, you can hear this podcast at wildox.podbean.com. Just go there. Even if you don't have the Podbean app, you can stream it on your phone, on your device, wildox.podbean.com. In this episode, we explore a kingdom dynamic in prayer that can release answers, I believe, and exponential breakthroughs to prayer and to faith-filled proclamation that we've been seeding, like seed, into the heavens, and then we pray to experience, really, to develop a global point of view. In this episode, we ask a very important question. Could it be that the fruit of our prayer and fasting either flourishes or wastes away by how we live concerning the poor, the oppressed? and the afflicted, those who are hungry, and the homeless stranger. Isaiah 58 is a strong word to us, but the promised blessings for those who live in harmony with what I'm calling the God ethic are out of this world. Stunning, extraordinary, otherworldly, right into our world. And our prayer focus is living with that God ethic and becoming a Christ follower with a global point of view. Here it is, episode six on the Wild Ox podcast, how the God ethic potentializes prayer and praying to be global. 
In this episode, we explore a kingdom dynamic that can release answers and exponential breakthroughs to prayer and proclamation. The Wild Ox Podcast. Tight episodes, 10 minutes or less. This is Brian Del Turco. Each episode highlights a fresh kingdom prayer dynamic, and then we activate a prayer edge in culture, society, and the nations. Psalm 92.10, my horn, a symbol of strength and warfare, you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. About two weeks ago, Isaiah 58 really flared up in me during my personal time with the Lord in word and prayer. There are different key reasons why prayer may not be answered. We know that James says that wrong motivation and loving the world will short-circuit our prayer. He also says in chapter 1 that double-mindedness will kill our prayer. Jesus said unforgiveness will quench prayer. In Isaiah 58, Isaiah talks about what I'm calling the God ethic. And this ethic was first prescribed for Israel, and it finds its fulfillment in Christ. And we are able to live out this ethic with joy through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 58, the people were praying and they were saying to God, why have we fasted? And why have we afflicted our souls? And you're not taking notice, God. There was no answer no breakthrough to what they were praying for. And God begins to take them to task about what I'm calling the God ethic. And he says that the fast that I choose is to loosen the bonds of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens in people, let the oppressed go free, that you break every yoke. God wanted them to share their bread with the hungry, that they would bring the poor into their home and that they would clothe the naked and not hide themselves from their own flesh, then guess what? All of the pent-up prayer and desire of the people would be released. In verse 8, God says, Then, then your light shall break forth like the morning, and your healing will spring forth. Your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and I will say, Here I am. I'm ready to meet you at your point of request and belief. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light will dawn in the darkness. The darkness will be like noonday to you. I will guide you. I will satisfy your soul in drought. I will strengthen your bones, even their physicality would be energized. You will be like a watered garden, physically, psychologically, and spiritually, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Those from among you will build the old waste places, and you will raise up the foundations of many generations. God says, when you delight yourself in the Lord in this way, in verse 14, I will cause you to ride on the high places of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, The mouth of the Lord has spoken. It is settled truth when the scripture says the mouth of the Lord has spoken. My friend, I'm just wondering about our personal prayers, about the prayers of our churches, about the prayers of companies of believers that we run with, prayers of the body of Christ in a nation. Could it be 
that we are not experiencing the scale of fruitfulness and breakthrough that God wants to bring, that we deep down desire because the God ethic is connected to our fasting and prayer. James seems to say this in chapter two, that faith without works is dead, just as the body without the spirit is dead. And what were the works that James was talking about in chapter two? Very similar to this God ethic that we see in Isaiah 58, feeding, clothing, reaching out to the poor. So I think that when we blend almsgiving like Cornelius in Acts 10, when we blend almsgiving and prayer together, it is a special heightened kingdom dynamic that brings a scale of breakthrough and answer that we would not otherwise see. Cornelius became the portal, if you will, of the gospel of the kingdom coming into the Gentile world and the Holy Spirit being poured out on what some scholars would call the second Pentecost in Acts 10 upon the Gentile believers. Leonard Sweet has a word. I'm not sure if he coined it or just uses it. Knowing him, he probably coined it. Glocal. The combination of global and local. The word is glocal. G-L-O-C-A-L. It means to be locally based, locally rooted, locally aware and engaged, but also globally outbound, globally aware as a Christ follower and globally engaged in prayer and in prayer-born activity. God says in Genesis chapter 1, the cultural mandate that man is created in his own image, male and female, and God blessed them and said, listen to these five words, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, which means to cultivate it and release its latent potential, and have dominion, exercise dominion, on behalf and under God's sovereignty. Jesus said in Matthew 28, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations. There it is, geopolitical, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching these new disciples to obey everything I have given you. And be sure of this, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. This is what we could call commissioned Christ following. It's known as the Great Commission, and I believe it's related to the cultural mandate in Genesis. Let's pray together. Father, we embrace your view of things, your worldview, your view of us and our involvement and engagement in your world. This is my Father's world, as the great hymn says. As we are born again in Christ, as we develop in Christ, as we are empowered by the Spirit of Christ, help us, Father, to not just be myopic in our faith, only concerned about our own lives. Help us to go beyond our community and even our local church. Yes, Lord, root us in a local company of believers, and may we be engaged there, but may it be as it were Jerusalem. Samaria, even unto the ends of the earth. May our faith be outbound and globally orientated as well. 
May we be concerned, Father, about our international brothers and sisters in Christ. May we be concerned about the evangelization of the world and missions. May we be concerned about the gospel of the kingdom as light and salt and kingdom leaven, influencing for the good not only our own nation, but the nations of others. Thank you, Father, that we are called to be geopolitical in our faith, to be concerned with geopolitical issues. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and those who dwell therein. Psalm 24, 1. Psalm 1, I think 15 and verse 16, the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given or translated assigned to the sons of men. Father, thank you. Give us a big, a big eye, a big scale, a big way of thinking and doing things. May we accept our stewardship both locally and globally in Jesus name. And Father, we repent to the extent that we've fallen short of your ethic in Isaiah 58. We repent and we pray that you would empower us to be transformed, to express your ethic, to position ourselves in prayer and belief where you can entrust greater fruitfulness and a greater scale of breakthrough. Father, we commit it all to you. We believe and receive in Jesus' name. Can I encourage you to take this kingdom prayer dynamic into your personal prayer time and even into your connections with others in prayer? And here's an invite to explore another podcast I host, Jesus Smart, the podcast. Jesus is brilliant. He knows how this life works best. Simply search Jesus Smart on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other favorite listening options. Thank you for praying with me. Wild Ox Prayer, untamed, mighty prayer for culture, society, and the nations. For notes and more, watch for wildoxpodcast.com, going live soon. Thomas Brooks was an English nonconformist Puritan preacher and author in the 1600s. Sometimes we got to go old school to learn how to be cool and reign and rule. Hey, I'm a poet and don't even know it. I just, I just made that up. Here's what he said from the 1600s. Oh, the power of private prayer. I have a kind of omnipotency in it. Don't turn it off. I'm not getting heretical. I'm not claiming that we're God. Omnipotency is a theological word. You may know it, which means that God is all powerful. He's saying, I have a kind of omnipotency in private prayer. And yes, we're drawing on the power of God. We're partnering with God. Something of his omnipotency is flowing through us. And dare I say, something of his omniscience, his knowledge and maybe something of his omnipresent, not that we're everywhere, but our prayers can go out. Our words of faith can go out at distance and affect change. Our very presence can sound forth in this world through faith. Are you with me on that? Derek Prince was an international Bible teacher, theologian, and pastor he went to be with the Lord in 2003. He was born in India of British parents, super educated in Britain, a scholar, Greek, Latin, held a fellowship in ancient and modern philosophy at the King's College, filled with the Holy Spirit, 
excellent international skill Bible teacher. He said, what kind of spiritual sacrifices does God expect us to offer? Just as Jesus offered up prayers and petitions during his life on earth, did he not? So should we, he says. When we learn to pray, then we are qualified to rule. Again, my little maxim, stay cool to rule. Walk with Jesus in the cool of the day. Conversational relationship, prayer, coaching, mentoring, then execute everything around you, draw out the latent potential of it, and cultivate your, quote, garden, and expand it, extend it further, and activate others to do the same. Run with others who are doing this. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, episode six of the Wild Ox podcast, which we've featured activating a kingdom prayer dynamic and then moving on a prayer edge in culture, society, and the nation's My hope for myself and for you, my brother and sister in Christ, is that we really get lit up about prayer, that the zeal of God would come on us. It said of Jesus that the zeal of the Lord consumed him. He said, my house will be called a house of prayer for the nations. You can take these kingdom prayer dynamics in these wild ox episodes and draw these prayer themes right into your personal prayer time and even into your connections with others in the body of Christ as you pray together. You can see the show notes for this episode at jesusmart.com slash wildox. Again, right now you can listen to the new podcast at wildox.podbean.com. There's a dedicated website coming, and very soon this podcast, six episodes so far, will be heard on Apple Audible, Spotify, all the major listening options as well. Right now, though, don't wait. Wildox.podbean.com. Would you share this with one or two of your friends? That's the best syndication. Hey, Jesus is brilliant. He taught us how to pray, right? He was a great practitioner of prayer. This is the key. This is the key to success in God's kingdom. Walk with him and you'll catch his brilliance in a unique way. He knows how life works best and the future, he owns it wholesale, wholesale. Talk soon.